It's 9 p.m. on a Tuesday night. I'm just leaving the office. My car is parked five blocks away, so I know I have to move through the city alone in the darkness. I brace myself and open the door, immediately confronted with the freezing air. It's eerily quiet, unexpected for the city. There are no cars, no pedestrians. I'm alone. I walk with conviction. I've done this trek a hundred times now. And yet, block by block, everything becomes less familiar. For some reason, like a sudden drop off, I can no longer recognize my surroundings. I accelerate in the same direction, hoping to see something familiar. With each step, it's as though the buildings morph into something foreign. I'm sent into panic. My heart starts pounding and my head begins to buzz. I keep walking and walking and walking, getting faster with each step, but I still don't know where I am. I'm lost now, but I never took a wrong turn. Eventually I'm running, sprinting as fast as I can. I reach the end of one street corner, but spiral into confusion and dismay when the next block looks identical to the last. I don't stop running, falling into a treadmill-like cycle. I scream as forcefully as I can, but no matter how hard I try, all that comes out is a pathetic whisper. Helplessness creeps in. On both sides of me, the buildings start to close in, as though I'm moving through a tunnel that gets smaller and smaller as you go along. Before I know it, the walls are less than four feet apart, about to sandwich me between them. Then, right before the walls close in, a small device hovers ahead. I grab it, not having time to think first. Once in my hands, I can see that it's a handheld radio. Just like that, my surroundings are recognizable again. I hear cars behind me, look to the side, and catch sight of a few pedestrians. I crank up the volume and hear, Hello, this is Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! <laughs> this is my Halloween special. I hope the intro wasn't too cringeworthy. I'm not gonna lie, my acting skills are not the best. But I think it was a creative way to start. I wanted to write a scary story. First of all, happy Halloween to anybody watching this on Saturday. Um, kind of exciting that my show gets to be on Halloween this year. Um, so I thought I had to do a Halloween special. I know Halloween is very unique this year, seeing as we're in a pandemic. But I've been trying to do as many festivities as I can. I carved pumpkins with my friends. We went to the pumpkin patch and carved pumpkins. That was fun. Uh, I've, I've eaten so much candy corn. You know, okay, the thing about candy corn for me is that it's not something that I want any time of year. But then when Halloween comes around, it's like there's this instinct inside of me that makes me want candy corn and enjoy eating it. Like there's no other time when it's good. It's literally just like, it's straight corn syrup, but it's so good during Halloween. So I've eaten more candy corn than I'd like to admit. And to get a little bit more in the spirit and do something more for Halloween, I dressed up every day of last week. Uh, and that was fun, even though no one on my Zoom calls knew because the, the icon only shows you from the shoulders up. But I am in an academic bubble and we work in an office space. So everyone there got to see my costumes, which was kind of fun. 
But anyway, I wanted to talk in this episode a little bit more about the history of Halloween and some fun facts about it because I actually didn't know where it originated from, which I feel like is the type of thing that I should have known and didn't. Uh, But anyway, it's pretty interesting. So Halloween's origins date back 2,000 years ago to an ancient Celtic festival. And Celtic people mostly lived in what is now um, present-day Ireland. So the day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter. Uh, And this time was often associated with human death. So the day was kind of said to be a time when the veil between living and dead was thinnest and when humans could communicate with those beyond the grave. So you can kind of see how it would be a spooky holiday. Um, They'd build bonfires and burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic gods, and villagers would attend the bonfire wearing costumes of animal heads and skins, which is where costumes came from. Now on to more like fun facts about Halloween that I found that I thought were really interesting. First is that one-fourth of all of the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. Isn't that is crazy to me. Um, I bet that that's different this year, though, because of coronavirus and people probably not trick-or-treating as much. Uh, Today, over 179 million Americans celebrate the holiday and in total spend about $9.1 billion on it per year. It's actually now the second largest commercial holiday in the country Uh, and i assume that that's second to christmas i i kind of i find this fact really interesting um some immigrants helped popularize the holiday in the u.s because when irish immigrants fled their country in the 1840s due to the potato famine they brought halloween traditions um, with them and the irish also brought jack-o'-lanterns and as the story goes um, an irish man named stingy jack tricked the devil and therefore was not allowed into heaven or hell. So it was said that he spent his days roaming the earth, carrying a lantern and went by the name Jack of the Lantern. Uh, And then people initially carved jack-o'-lanterns out of turnips, potatoes, and beets. But now, as everybody probably knows, it's pumpkins. And the last fact is that sugar rationing during World War II halted trick-or-treating. And after the rationing ended, the tradition kind of like blew up into what we're familiar with today because candy companies started launching advertising campaigns to capitalize on the ritual. So yeah, that is all of my facts. I think this year I kind of want to, I'm going to talk a little bit about coronavirus and Halloween because it completely changes the holiday. I, I remember when I was younger, Halloween was my favorite thing ever. I... I'm a very creative, artistic person. I love new and exciting projects. And so I always jumped on the opportunity every Halloween to make the most elaborate DIY costume. My mom and I would spend time planning for it, like two months in advance sometimes. And I would Google ideas, figure out what I wanted to do, and then we would plan out how I was gonna do it. And I would spend hours working on my costumes. I honestly kind of miss the way that Halloween was in elementary school because it was such a big deal and everyone would go all out and no one really cared if you wore the craziest costume ever or looked ridiculous. Because uh, it, was, it was so fun for everybody and also classroom parties, oh, those were the bomb. Uh, and. I still remember the first year I got told that I was too old to be trick-or-treating by people. 
Honestly, though, usually it was because I went with groups of friends and I've always been really short. I'm 5'1 now, almost 5'2. But anyway, um, I always went with friends who were a lot taller than me. And so us as a collective group would be told, like, you're too old to be trick-or-treating. But I think if I went alone, I could have gone for a while longer. But that's no fun. And I think I think the last year I trick-or-treated was probably sixth grade. And then I got too old. And at that point also, the holiday kind of changed for me a little bit. Because, I mean, trick-or-treating is half the fun of it. It, it is the most exciting thing ever. It was heaven when I was younger and the thing that makes me so sad is all of the kids who won't be able to have that this year I I mean I I can't even imagine the disappointment of that I know that there's other solutions that people are coming up with like putting candy outside of their houses in bowls for like social distance trick-or-treating or having their own small get-togethers with friends or even I, I heard that some people are even coordinating with groups of friends of houses that their kids can go to. But I mean, these solutions are all great. And I think it's awesome to see people being innovative and coming up with ways to try to make it still an awesome holiday for kids. But it, it just can't be the same as it always is. I just feel so bad for little kids who aren't able to go into school right now and see their friends and socialize like always. And then for them to have like basically, to me at least, the most epic holiday taken away, it would, I think it would be really hard, but I'm hoping everybody can still make the most of it and have a good time. And I guess that brings me to the end of this Halloween special episode. I hope anyone listening has a happy, happy Halloween. And if you haven't yet, I hope you join me in going over to the store, getting bags of candy and candy corn, and just enjoying it. I mean, this is the day to eat as much candy as you want. You have an excuse. So, yeah, go do it. But for now, this has been Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge with my show, Garden of Eden, which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.